it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Welcome to Sales with Sully. I'm your host, Scott Sullivan. Thanks for tuning in again this week as we talk about all the things that make you a better sales professional. And I take my 30 years of experience as a professional salesperson and pass that those tips and tricks and wisdom on to you. Hopefully uh, you get to sort through the wheat and the chaff and find something that works for you. So welcome to Sales with Sully this week. We are in the second, the second episode of a two-stage uh, series that we're doing right now. And the first one, last week we talked about how to maximize that windshield time. How to actually get some productivity out of the time that most people think of as a lack of productivity. And that is sitting behind the wheel either in traffic or working through and you know, trying to pick their way through the next meeting, get themselves mentally prepared. But there's also ways that you can maximize that time and actually get some productivity. And last week we talked about that. I got some great feedback from all of our listeners out there on Twitter, at Sales with Sully. And we've got some great tips and some other things that people have uh, done to help maximize that windshield time. So stop by my Twitter feed, at Sales with Sully, and take a look at some of those fantastic comments that people left uh, about how they maximize windshield time. There were some that were, that were pretty interesting, and there were also some comments on there about you know, things that they, that you probably shouldn't do <laughs> while you're driving. So really enjoyed that. I really appreciate it. So today we're going to talk about the next stage or the next episode in that. And we're going to talk about what to do after the sales meeting when you walk back out into the parking lot and you get to your car. What are the first few things that you should do to prep and be ready for getting ready for that windshield time in between? What are the things that you should do in the car right there on the spot? So let's just dive right in and get ready to go. And thanks for tuning in to Sales with Sully right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. So you just had a great windshield time. You ended up driving about an hour. You made those seven to ten calls. You you did all the things we talked about last week to to operate a motor vehicle very safely and have some productivity. And things are working out just f- fantastic. So you get to your appointment. You're prepared. You got a lot of productivity ahead. Uh, you're ahead of the game, as they say. And you go in and you have a great meeting. Uh, with a good prospect and things went really well inside the building and you come out and you get ready to get back on the road, what are the first few things that you should do and wh- how, what are the tips and tricks that I can share with you on what, has been, what I've done in the past that have helped me be successful in those first few minutes after the meeting? First thing I want to do is I want to talk about when you get to the, 
to the appointment. If you are pulling up, if you are in, depends on the type of industry you're in, and if you're going to an office building for a meeting, if there's valet parking, if you're meeting at a uh, hotel or a restaurant, whatever that happens to be. But if you're actually showing up to a person's place of business, and I'm now talking about like a B2B sale, let's say you're a uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to use a vendor that you're selling to a restauranteur and you're actually uh, arriving during business hours to have a meeting with that particular restauranteur. The one thing that you don't want to do is you don't want to park anywhere next to or close to the front of the building on the door because those are the spots that are reserved for customers. You want to park at least halfway down the parking lot, get away from the door, and you also want to park further away, you know, because you never know where the boss, you know, parks on a normal basis. And if you beat him to the meeting, you don't want him coming in grumbled or she coming in grumbling going, ah, oh, there's somebody parked in my parking spot, you know, and, uh, and then you come to find out that you took their parking spot and caused them some a little bit of angst. That's not a good way to start off the meeting. So we're going to say that before you even get there, you've already parked down the down the parking lot or down the road, so you're not uh, infringing on the customer's parking. You're prepped and ready. You you've got yourself mentally prepared. You you have your uh, presentation and everything that you're going to talk about. You have your your sales meeting goals. That's an entire another episode that we talked about where, where we talked about getting prepped and ready for a sales meeting and the things that you were going to do before you actually get into the sales meeting. So now you go in, you have a fantastic meeting, things go swimmingly, maybe you got a purchase order, maybe you advanced to the relationship, whatever the goal was for that particular meeting, you met that goal and you feel really good about the things that happened at the meeting. You took some great notes, you know exactly what you're going to do for the next steps and the things you have a clear path forward with this account and you're feeling, you're feeling very, very confident uh, maybe you, you've got the purchase order. Maybe you know the purchase order is eminent. Maybe you've advanced the, the, the project or the proposal far enough that you know that uh, you're starting to feel really good about it. When you come out of that meeting and you head over and you now get in your car, what are the first few things that you should do before you throw the car in gear you know, head over and, uh, you know, celebrate by taking the rest of the day off. Okay, let's not do that. <laughs> so the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to get in and you're going to sit down and you're going to actually collect your thoughts. You're going to actually pull out your notes right there on the spot. I suggest that you have a way in this technology, in the technology that we have today, you probably have a way that you can actually log on to your CRM right there on the spot, whether it be uh, on your laptop with a hotspot or on your phone, on a mobile device, something there's probably uh, your company or you have provided yourself with a CRM and a way to actually log on to it. My suggestion is right there while it's fresh, the things that are in your mind, make the rest of your copious notes. Take reread all of your notes. Think about the meeting that you were just in. Take five minutes and and correct anything that you took notes on or expand upon them. So let's say you put, 
you know, Jim Kessel's name down and you don't remember who Jim Kessel is, you know, a month from now or six months from now. But right now you remember the context in which his name was used. So you look at your notes and you wrote down Jim's name, but you didn't have time to write down all the context. Or maybe you wrote down one word like, you know, vendor or uh, supplier or, you know, chef or something. There's something there that you wrote down to try and trigger your memory. Now is the most that it's going to be fresh in your mind so finish filling out those notes right now right now just sit there and go through all of your notes and look at them and go ahead and hand write them out the rest of the way so that you have all of the notes clear in your mind and that you have the things that you need from that meeting i now suggest that you take your mobile phone and you actually take a picture of each of the pages of notes so that you now have those completed notes in a digital format and you upload those immediately to your crm that way they're safe secure you know you have them and the rest of the organization knows immediately that you just finished that meeting and that you have uploaded those notes so that maybe they won't know exactly what you're saying but they can at least see what's going on. Then take your mobile device, your laptop or your tablet or your phone, whatever you're working on on your on your um, uh, mobile. I mean, on your CRM, and try and capture the 10 or 15 or 20 salient points, the things that you need that you need to go forward. Maybe there were five or six action items or tasks. Maybe there were emails that needed to be created. Maybe there are things that on that other people on your team needed to do. Those are all things that you can actually access and get started with right now through your CRM. Because depending on which CRM you, you use, and I would venture to say any of them that are worth their salt, will actually have a task program so that if you have, you know, Joe in engineering needs to provide some drawings or a schematic or something else that goes along with the project that's going on, you could actually assign that task to Joe right now and there's still X number of hours left in the business day or maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe you're not going to get home until late tonight or you get on a plane and maybe it's another 24 hours before you actually get to your desk and there could be a way that Joe could have that either done or at least started by the time you ever follow up with him. So you want to give as much information as you possibly can for those tasks that are getting assigned and you want to start that process, you know, that ball rolling to start that process. Now, if this is all about you and your follow-up, then make sure that you're keeping everything that you can as triggers to remind you about what are the things that are necessary. Now, if it's just you, now you can also do this too if you're part of a team, but if it's just you, my suggestion is because right now it's fresh in your mind and you have the emotion and the adrenaline's pumping and you have all the things about the enthusiasm and the excitement and everything that just happened from that sales call that turned out to be so good, now would be the time to capture that on a voice memo. So pull out your phone, get your voice memo fired up, and dictate to yourself. Just, just talk to yourself as if there are things that you need to do. Review your notes and say, don't forget to send that email to you know, Frank, and this is a follow-up. And uh, by the way, these are the three things that I gleaned from the personal side of the relationship. 
I found out that Joe, you know, is an avid, uh, you know, gin rummy player, or he loves backgammon, or whatever it is that you glean during the course of the conversation. You're not going to remember those little details a month from now. It's going to be really, really hard to pull that all that information back to where you can actually make a you know, conscious decision to act upon that piece of information because you may not be very confident about, you know, how well you remember it. But if you get it right now, there's some really good chances that that, that could help you with that piece of information could help you further the relationship or move a proposal further down the road, uh, you know, because you can remember that information now is the time to capture it. So get that information into the CRM and all the things that are necessary. Last, if it's a new relationship, I would encourage you to actually then take uh, five minutes. If you don't already have a template created in your CRM, I would go ahead and send an email back to the to the person that you just met with and said, just wanted to thank you again for your time today. I think we made some great inroads on this project and then just put three or four bullet points of things that you think you agreed upon. So per you know our meeting and having this conversation, it was a pleasure meeting you and the team. Here's what I, th I took away from the meeting. I want to make sure that I rub these by you to make sure that you're on the same page that I am. I think we're going to do this by January. We're going to do this by March. And hopefully by June, we should have all the answers that you need to make a positive decision for me and my company uh, as whatever it happens to be. So, you know, congratulations. So there's So you now have basically summarized the meeting in four or five real simple paragraphs that you and some bullet points that you're sending to the client and again you're copying that to your CRM so that everybody knows that the email was sent and these are what you think the notes were and you're being as transparent as you can with the client. Now that doesn't necessarily mean there aren't challenges, obstacles, traps that were laid that you are stepping over or maybe you're the one laying the traps and you want to lay those out in your CRM in private so that the customer doesn't see it. But that, that would be a way that you could get that information to the client to make sure that you're at least you you're on the same page that you think they that we are so we're together on this you know on this journey and want to make sure that we're you know communicating and tracking well i trust me when i tell you that the the prospect will appreciate it especially when he has to go back and refer to it and say when he's ready for the next meeting now listen to this here's the best tip of this so let's say you have a next steps that says Let's get together on the phone on Friday uh, of next week or let's get together a month from today and review or whatever it happens to be. Go ahead and set those appointments now. Send the appointments. And the beautiful part about it is set a reminder for yourself in your CRM that three days prior to the meeting, you are going to get a reminder to send that email that you just sent today back to the client. So you take that email, you forward it back to the prospect, and you say, hey, Joe, uh, this was the email that I, that I sent you uh, immediately after our last meeting. These are the topics that we need to you know, qualify and clarify today. And I also want to add to this, these three things on the agenda. Do you agree with that? Is that, is that something that 
uh, you think is okay? Have we succeeded in completing these tasks? Whatever it is. And if they if those tasks take longer than three days, then obviously you want to back that you know back that up so that you have time to do it. So you see what just happened. You just got out of a meeting. You solidified the follow-up. You solidified the notes so that everybody in the organization, even if it's just you or if you're part of a, a multi-person team, everybody's clear on exactly what it took. And the nice thing about it is, is now you don't have to think about that in preparation you know, for your next uh, sales meeting that you're going to. Because in the last episode of Sales with Sully that we talked about, you've got seven more phone calls that you're going to make between now and the next sales call. You've got your windshield time of productivity. You have just completed a very successful sales meeting. You've wrapped up all the paperwork. And if you do that on the end of the last call, when you finish up that last meeting, guess what? You're already done. And I would even venture to say, you want to go a step further? Now would be the perfect time to make sure that you've updated your expense reports or records that you need uh, that you need to turn in. Like maybe you paid for parking, so that receipt comes in. You type that into your expense report, put it in an envelope, stick it back in your briefcase. You know how much better life is going to be on Friday when all of that's done and it took you less than 10 minutes after the fact maybe 15, so I'm, I'm stretching a little bit when I say less than 10. How about less than 15 minutes to keep all of that up to date and you're ready to go for your next appointment and you will finally get to a point if you do this that it'll be habit. You'll create good habits. These things will all start to fall fall in place. And the next thing you know, you're gonna your productivity is gonna be through the roof. You've got windshield time that you're actually talking to clients. You've got memos to yourself all day long, things that are going on. You've completed all your CRM uh, inputs so that everything's done. You've sent the follow-up emails to the clients. You've got your appointment scheduled for next week. Wow. You are way ahead of the game. So think about what you just did. If you can do that, you have time for probably one or two more sales calls per day. What would that mean? So, so if you think about it in a percentage standpoint, and this is the way I like to look at sales, if I can do five sales calls a week and things are going, <clears throat> excuse me, and things are going really well, what would that be like if I could do two extra? So if you have a 20% close ratio or 25% close ratio and you get two extra sales appointments squeezed in each week and you work 50 weeks with two weeks of vacation, that's another 100. That means you're going to get 20 additional sales. What's your average sale worth? What's that commission worth? What's that dollar volume worth? Can you imagine right now what a 20% increase would look like in in your in in your numbers if you were actually closing 20% more sales than you're doing now? Where would that put you on the scale now? Would you be at the head of the leaderboard? Would you be somewhere in the middle of the pack? Maybe you need to do this because you're at the bottom and you need to get off the bottom. Maybe you need to take this information that you're learning with Sales with Sully and actually implement it because you're worried about, you know, when the next year rolls around, are they, you know, are am I going to make my number at all? But I'm guessing that you're probably already in the top, 
you know, let's say 10%, 10% of the company anyway, if you added another 20% of sales to your number right now, where would that put you? Number one, you'd be at the top of the heap. You'd be the number one salesperson in probably your region, your organization, maybe the entire, you know, the entire company. Just because you took the extra time and effort and to develop some good habits and you were able to then translate that into additional things that made additional sales. Because you know what it takes. We've already talked about it. A hundred calls to get five appointments, to get you know one sale, whatever that is, whatever your numbers are and your metrics for success, those are the things that you're doing. And that's why this windshield time and this preparation time that we talked about and being an expert in your field, in your industry, being the biggest fish in your pond that you can possibly be, and then maximizing all of these good habits. So, and utilizing your technology and your tools. Last week we talked about, you know, putting contacts in your favorites every morning the night before so that you could actually dial them uh, right down the list while you're, uh, you know, in the windshield, doing windshield time. And the beautiful part about it is you can then erase those or take or drop them off of your favorites and do it again the next day. The same as what we talked about here. Get your CRM on mobile app. Make sure your laptop is booted up. Make sure that you leave your laptop in your you know car already running with uh, your hotspot you know, so that you're ready to go. So when you sit down, you can actually fill out that information. Get a tablet or something that already is connected cellularly so that you actually have the connectivity that you need. All of these things are available. This technology is here to make you more productive, but we have to be able to utilize that technology effectively so that it works on our for our benefit. An extra 20% of sales, is that your goal? Maybe an extra 30%. What's that take? To increase sales by 30%, how now reverse engineer the numbers. How many sales calls does that take? How many call, phone calls does that take? How many emails does that take? How many leads does that take? Are you the lead generator? Are you responsible for all aspects of your sales process? How do you motivate this information that I just gave you to give to the other team members so that they can get you the extra 20% or 30% leads so that you can turn those into 20% sales? There's no excuse. The buck stops with you. You have to make that decision. I don't want to hear you say, oh, well, I just didn't get enough leads. That's You just didn't dig out the leads and go get it yourself. Oh, I didn't have enough opportunities for closing. Well, you didn't put yourself in the right position to get a closing. Those are just excuses. The rest you have to actually do yourself. What do you do on a Sunday night? What do you do when you get out of the sales meeting? What do you do when, you get, uh, when you're behind the windshield? These are things that in this series that we've been talking about that are strictly for motivation that get you to the next level. You want to get to the next level? You got to do the things that matter. Doing your expense report at home at 10 o'clock in the afternoon or 10 o'clock in the morning when you're during prime sale, selling time doesn't get you to the top of the heap. It doesn't work that way. That's not what this is about. This is about getting you that extra 20 to 30% of sales by doing the things that matter when they matter. Maximizing windshield time and maximizing the time right after the sales call. All right, I'm gonna get down off my, my uh, soapbox now. I'm gonna stop preaching. 
you know how to get a hold of me. It's real simple. You can find me on LinkedIn, really easy, Scott Sullivan. You can go to Twitter at Sales with Sully anytime. Leave me a direct message. Follow me and engage with, with me on Twitter at Sales with Sully. Of course, you can friend me on Facebook. Sales with Sully has its own uh, Facebook page. We'd love for you to follow and friend us there. Like the page. Do all those fun things. And of course, you can find me, like I said, on LinkedIn. Real super easy. Please continue to listen to inspirednewsradio.com. We have a whole group of archived shows. We've been doing this for a long time now. So there's a whole lot of shows in there. If you like what you hear, please uh, tell your friends and let them know. If you'd like to uh, reach out to me, you can find my name and my phone number just about anywhere in all those social medias. And thank you very much for, for being a loyal listener to Inspired News Radio. There's all kinds of great show hosts there, and we really appreciate you supporting us and buying from our advertisers. We love that. We love that when we hear that the products and services that we advertise on Inspired News Radio, uh, people are actually using and they love it. So thanks for being a loyal listener. And until next time, like I always say, at the end of every sales with Sully, you got to keep selling because somebody's got to do it. If it was easy, Everybody would do it. So get out there and be a, the best professional salesperson that you can. And until next week, I'm signing off. This is Sales with Sully. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully. Hashtag INR and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening. And see you next week.